Good morning, Fetchies. It's Bank Holiday Monday, but the fun never stops at Fetch Towers. It's the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. Roll it. Hello, everybody. It's episode 80. 80. Do you remember the 80s, Katie? Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, you, like, pretty pleased that there was a decade that rhymed with your name? Or did that not not really cross your mind? That didn't really cross my mind, but I did enjoy the decade. I was um, partly goth for some of the 80s um, and partly kind of very bright colours. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Down the centre of your body, like that, no. that old sort of vaudeville act. No, I think there no. was sort of a few years, maybe of, or maybe a year of goth. Or yeah, I wasn't dedicated to it in the way that some people no. are. Um, but yeah, yeah so sort of an apathetic goth. And there were the break dancing years. I didn't break dance, but I was more of a like a a groupie sort yeah. of thing. So follow those break dancers wherever they went. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Do you, do you know any breakdancing moves or the names of them at least? No. No. No, I can't remember any of it really. No. I always like to, I, I like the sort of one where you lie on your back and you spin around. Mm. Um which I probably would have like been all over at the age of seven probably, but Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We <laughs> experienced the eighties at, at different sort of Thank you, Stephen. At different sort of times of our lives, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I remember, like, um, my earliest memories of the 80s is probably seeing Steve Davis win the World Snooker Championship. Oh, okay. And then following him for his decade of domination all the way through to 1989. And I I cried so much when uh, Dennis Taylor potted that black. Right. But I was allowed to stay up for it as well. I think it was gone midnight on a school night. So. I would not have been allowed to do that because my entire eighties were spent at boarding school mm. in um, a school called Bindham College in Norfolk, which was um, it was a state school but had a boarding facility, so it was very popular with the forces kids. Well, their parents actually, more to the point. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, but one of the things I I had as a job, I was video prefect. I was telling you and my boy this the other yeah. day. And so one of my jobs was to set the video up to record whatever people wanted to record when we were in our prep time. So if there was something coming on, I had to get the video out and plug in all the cables and get the tapes and all of that stuff. And um, it seems kind of weird now, doesn't yeah. it, that we used to do that? So you used to record Top of the Pops for your Yeah, so we used to record Top of the Pops for the because uh, we were always in prep for Top of the Pops. Um, and various other things, probably some soaps as well, and yeah. yeah. What's so, what? But like fun times. Didn't have EastEnders in the in the when you were in school. I wouldn't have thought. No, so I don't it would think have been so. Coronation Street or Emmerdale or Pro- Neighbours. Probably. Uh, no, we weren't in prep for Neighbours because we always watched that. Um, I think Neighbours was just before our sort of tea time, as we called it, and yeah. then. Um, <laughs> and and then five thirty-five straight after Blue Peter. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we used to go in for tea about six-ish. And then yeah. straight after that, it was more or less... We had a little bit of time and then it was prep time. Yeah. And then Lights Out started at nine for the for the youngers, the younger years. And um, for the prefects, it was 10 o'clock, Lights Out. Wow. 
Such yeah, privilege. so watching the snooker at midnight would have been a very, very sneaky thing to do and probably would have been punished by suspension if we'd managed to do it. Well, by your by your toenails. <laughs> <laughs> But not that kind of school, no. no. Um, and did your school have one of those sort of um, tallies on the big stand that got wheeled about from one place to the other? I was trying to think about this, no, because it was it was a boarding house, right? So we had we definitely had two permanent TVs, one one on one side of the. It was it, the house was like a had a courtyard in the middle of it mm. where things would happen in, under mm. cover of darkness. Suspension by toenails, yeah. <laughs> Um, and so the the building was sort of like a a square um, yeah. with the with the hollow bit in the middle. Quadrangle. I don't know. And then um, so you couldn't you had to go through the courtyard to get from one side of the house to the other because the staff apartments were on the ground floor at the front of the house, but at the back of the house it was the dining room that connected. So you could walk through that as long as prep wasn't on. Mm. Um, and that's where we had our discos and things. Yeah. My junior school was like that. With that the, wasn't the, the question, the though, middle. was it? The question was about TVs. <laughs> I've definitely not answered your question. No, not at all. Well, no. I have answered. There were two permanent TVs, one in one side and one in the other side. So there were permanent TVs. But I think the video had to be wheeled out somehow hmm. and connected up. I don't think the video was allowed to stay out all the time. Yeah. Sort of like a special thing. Yeah, it was definitely a special moment in our school when the, when the big TV with, yeah. with the stand... That had been constructed out of some kind of scaffolding was wielded, wheeled from one and wielded from one yeah. classroom to the next. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a famous story about some kid who got hit on the head by the TV because it wasn't bolted down to the top of the stand. Mm. Um, his brother used to tell me that story about how they should have sued the school, damn it. Mm. Um, but anyway, he's fine now, despite the, one of those massive TVs hitting him on the head. We've all done that. Yes. Anyway, so so that's your that's the eighties. That's the eighties. Is that covered off now? Yeah, that's yeah. covered. Perhaps now. we'll do nineteen eighty one next week. There okay. we go. That's it. Right. Or maybe we won't. Anyway, so what's how to bring you all the way back to the future? What's your current week been like? Do you mean my my week that I've just had? Because that's really the past, isn't it? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this week, you're not going to believe this. Actually, you are going to believe this because you know it. Well, I'm going to believe it. <clears throat> but I, don't I have it. run 12 miles this week. Whoop, whoop. I know, and it's all down to fetch point and my eye. So <laughs> I developed a very minor eye infection. And uh, it started with a kind of sort of constant dripping of my eye on Wednesday. But I didn't really think much of that because my eyes can be a bit like that when I've got hay fever. But by Thursday evening, I was looking a bit bulbous around the eye um, and Friday morning it was all gunky. So yeah, mm. minor eye infection. So haven't really done any swimming apart from one at the beginning of the week. So mm. um, I'd hope to, to do a swim sort of towards the end of the week and a weekend swim. I'd, I'd had it in my head that I might do a Friday, Sunday sort of affair. Um, but obviously that was out. So I've done more running. So there's always a positive, isn't there? Um, so I did 12 miles and I used fetch point to get me out there and I had <laughs> sort of two kind of false starts with fetch point really. So the first time I went looking for bugs, I was looking for the wrong colour bugs. Yeah. I hadn't realised it was the red ones we needed. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. 
You wouldn't have been allowed to watch Top of the Pops if you were back in boarding school with that kind of mistake. No, and also I didn't run out of my circle on that run either. Tusk, tusk. And then the second one, I was looking at the right bugs and I got them, but I didn't run out of my circle. Okay, Katie. Oh. And then the third run, which was yesterday, I had it planned like literally down to the centimetre of getting out and managing to get all of them. And I did that. But a new bug had come along, which they do that, don't they? Yeah, they're relentless. Relentless. So I didn't get that one, but I have uh, a route planned for tomorrow to get two bugs. Yeah, and who knows where and the who knows what the third one will be. Yeah. So I was looking positive, though, for another four miler tomorrow. Yeah. And maybe I'll run it all, because I've been doing sort of running until I can't be bothered and then walking for like 10 or 20 seconds and then getting mm. on with it again. If it's working for you. Oh, uh, it's working. Yeah. It's good. It's getting well, it's... me out. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Maybe you will run it all. Maybe you won't. Maybe and, I and will. That's, I think that's a good approach. Just yeah. do what do what feels right at the time. Do you know what was weird actually? On the day when I failed to run out of my circle, I started off running to go to the chemist to get um, eye drops. Yeah. And... I said to myself as I started to run, just run for two minutes and then walk a bit and then just sort of do that. Mm. And I ran all the way to the chemist, which isn't much more than two minutes, but it is more. Yeah. More like five minutes, I suppose. Um, is that point, the weird thing? My point is, <laughs> yeah, no. The weird thing is, I think, is sometimes as soon as you take the pressure off yourself, mm. you can probably achieve more than if you like, I must do it like this. Yeah, I know. Like um, fetch point has always been a good one for you. It seems to be yeah. suited to you. To it does suit me um, when, I'm, when I'm a bit mojo low. Yeah, because it's a you're like taking the pressure off by not thinking about okay, I've got to go run out, yeah. go out and run at this pace or yeah. something like that. You just got to go right. Okay, I need to be on this street at some point. Yeah, and um, and that's it. So yeah, yeah, and everybody's got a got a game that gets them out. So. For me at the moment, I'd say the thing that I'm enjoying is the benchmarks. That's mm. training benchmarks. Mm. You can find that on the menus. And I've just been enjoying um, not trying to beat my best ever times, but like looking at the recent ones and trying to beat my recent ones. Yeah. So it's a, it's a speed goal, but it's not a speed goal that's tied to my PBs or anything. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good for whatever works. There's a bottomless pit of ways to motivate yourself exactly. to go through that. Exactly. The agony of running. But yes, good. Or swimming well or whatevering. But my eye yeah. is better, so I'm hoping I've got a swim booked at midday today. I'm hoping that I'll be able to do that and I won't come out with a big bulbous eye again. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to wear my contact lenses. I'm going to just go. And so. If anyone finds or sees a lost swimmer at Box End, yeah, ploughing away into the distance, <laughs> unaware of any pool, of any boys or any kind of markers, yeah. or if you come out at the wrong point of the lake, will you be able to orient yourself? I think I'll be able to see the aqua park from. You can pretty much see it from any point if I'm in that lake. Of course, if I'm in the yeah, if you've gone into a different lake, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in the if I'm in the boat lake. Yeah, it's not too difficult. You swim up near the bank and then you swim back with looking at the aqua park, really, yeah. which is massive. If I'm in the other lake, then the jumps are huge, so I'll be fine as well. Yeah, and if you wander onto the moors, just um, <laughs> you know, go downhill. Yeah, okay. Yes, indeed. So how was your week? 
Uh, <laughs> 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 you want to have another crack at that and try and sound more sincere? <laughs> How was your week? Yeah, all right, that'll do. Um, uh, yeah, three runs, 20 miles, so that's in total. So that's my seventh week of managing 20 miles plus. So I'm really happy with that as a, an ongoing streak. Um, so I, I did my 10 miler yesterday, Sunday morning. And so I've done a 12, a 13 and three tens during August. And this is my third 10 and it just felt like I still had a bit of bounce towards the end. So I was like eight and three quarter miles in and still feeling a little bit tiggerish. Um, I mean, the last mile I was starting to think, right, okay, yeah, I've probably had enough now, but mm. I was still feeling the bounce quite late on. So that's nice. Yeah, um, no, that's good. And yeah. you weren't too tired yesterday, were you? But we didn't do a single thing, really. Yeah. After we'd, we'd both finished running, we just sort of sat around. Yeah, for the entire rest of the day, pretty much. The gardening has to happen today. It's on my list. I've got my, I've got my podcast notes next to my list yeah. for today. And my list for today is, it includes gardening, wash Harry, yoga, swim, cushion, and podcast. So I can nearly cross post podcast off. Postcast, podcast. Yes. I also need to put washer fluid in my car. Don't let me forget to do that, please. Okay. Good. Onwards. Yeah. And my tempo run. Um, <laughs> I am really interested in your yeah. training. I am. My tempo run was, um, didn't feel quite as good as the previous week. Um, you said you were a bit, well, you sort of started off when you came back, you said, I'm a bit disappointed, I don't think I was as fast. And then you said, but I have just got my five mile benchmark PB. Or Yeah, so what I've normally been doing is, is warming up for a mile and then running for four miles at uncomfortably hard sort of pace. Mm. Um, it should perhaps be comfortably hard, um, but it was bordering uncomfortably hard. I've never felt comfortable during a tempo run, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's just a thing that people say to make it sound as though they're epic. Mm. <laughs> but maybe I am going a bit fast anyway. Um, so it didn't feel as comfortable as previous weeks. But what I've started doing in the last two is instead of stopping when I've done exactly four miles, I run on for about 0.2 of a mile, which takes me back to the place where I started to run. Mm. Um, so because just because I've got that extra 0.2 where I'm going a bit quicker, that's helping me to trim a little bit off my five mile time mm. here and there because I'm taking less and less of my... Yeah. Warm up mile into consideration. Yeah. Um, but the, the GPS, I think, was just totally tooling with me um, mm. because it was, I'm, I'm trying to sort of stay at approximately the, the right pace mm. all throughout. Um, and the pace was jumping up and down too much. Um, yeah. So, like, my, my last full mile was something like 8.09 per mile. Yeah. And then the point two at the end was 7.50 a mile. And I didn't go, okay, I've only got 0.2 to go now. I'll suddenly speed up by 30 se uh, 20 no. seconds a mile. So something in the GPS is, maybe it's just the trees. I wish GPS I was better than it is, but we, we just have yeah. to. Yeah, I think I go through patches where it's just rubbish. Yeah. Um, but 
anyway, I know the route that I've done. I know that I put lots of effort into it. So yeah, it can only help, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's it. And my other run was just fruitland about. So fruitland. Yeah, and I've got 107 miles for August, that's which is awesome. Number ten on my all time list. all time best month list, and I've got I think 130 is my top ever one. So right. Um, but I'll be happy with another 100 next month. That'll be awesome. Yeah. 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 If anybody wants to find their their best month ever, you go to training, summary and analysis, and then look out for the, I think it's a, a sub box titled um, best months or something, and a mm. picture of a mountain, like a mountain to climb. That's what I was thinking. That's my metaphor. Whatever you do, though, when you're looking at those figures, don't say something along the lines of, oh, I've only got to do insert number here of miles and I'll, I should be able to easily do that this week before the 31st of the month. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that because then you'll get a an eye infection. Eye infection because my August swimming would have been my best month um, ever if I'd have managed to do my two swims that I had planned. Yeah. Um, but then there you go. Yeah. But you still get one Not today bitter. so you can see you can see where you are on, on your little ladder. Yeah, I, swimming it, won't, ladder. it won't be a best month ever. I think my best month ever is 14 and a half miles and I don't think I'm going to get there, but yeah. it's still a good month swimming-wise, so... Cool. So there, eye infection. Um, onwards. Onwards. Lovely. Shall we do the comments from users? Yes. Do you feel it's we've explored point. that? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so there was lots and lots of lots of love for The Trap and for Ed J and for the Fetch Musicians and we loved it didn't we yeah we absolutely. absolutely loved it it's got more views the youtube version of it has got more views than pretty much any other video we've ever done yeah added to the list added to the number of views that all the other videos got as well so yeah it's totally done phenomenally I, I mentioned this it. to ed mm. and he said well i've been hitting refresh quite a bit and i think my mother's chalked up about a hundred <laughs> so <laughs> well my mum loved it yeah. Yeah, she got tears in her eyes like a lot of us did. Um yeah, so thank you again. And apparently there is definitely another one in the offing if any other people out there want to add their musical talents. Yeah, go find the fetch musicians thread and uh drum away. My boy was talking about putting the ukuleles into the loft, and I think I'm gonna have to stop him on that one. Yeah. Are you fancying uh well, I'm I'm not up to taking part, but um, I was like thinking I would quite like to keep a, a ukulele around to do a little bit of twiddling about them. Yeah, cool. Um, Lynn's mentioned that she was also grieving in terms of her job, and I'm sure there's quite a few of us uh, in the same position who are feeling like the job has changed. Um, I know some people have quite happily transitioned to working from home, or in fact. I was speaking to um, a Bedford Harrier I met on my run yesterday and his job has just continued as normal. He says he almost feels guilty. It's just been business as usual for him. But, but he's, um, I won't say what he is actually. <laughs> I don't know why that doesn't feel right. Well, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Some people would recognise him perhaps. Um, anyway, so... And Linz had mentioned whether I was in some kind of group, support group, or um, and I belong to a Facebook group, um, which is the, um, it's now called COVID-19 and Beyond Therapy Support Group. 
and it's for physios, osteos, chiros, sports massage therapists and, and the like. Um, it is a private group. There was a slightly alarming moment when, for some reason, it became public for a while. And that was very alarming because we had been talking, of course, not names and specifics about patients, but we had actually been sharing some information to check on PPE requirements and whatnot. And so that was a little bit alarming, but it's actually a private group. And it's been an amazing help to me. So if there are any fetchies out there in the in the sort of therapy area and would like to be in that group, um, then I can invite you. Um, and you have to answer some specific questions, I think, to get in. Um, you know, like, how many bones are there in the body? No, you don't have to answer that question. <laughs> Spell physiotherapy. <laughs> um, it's like any other Facebook group um, in that there are always going to be little kind of disagreements, but in general, it's been an incredibly supportive atmosphere in there and the lady that is the main admin is doing a really good job of like coming in and going okay everybody right. okay put the weapons okay, down okay remember we're all in this together um but yeah it's in general it's been pretty supportive so yeah highly recommend that or if anyone is thinking of starting a, a group to help with their own profession that's gone through massive changes then say go for it yeah um, or if you've just never thought about it have a look and see what's out yeah. there because yeah yeah um but the lady that's the main admin she's got a group of maybe five or six other really kind of um some of them are fairly prominent physios in the in the sort of in the world of physios and guru type people and some of them are just very knowledgeable and and um have a really good overview of the um of the profession um so she's got backup basically as admins as well so yeah if you're going to you start something, have, to, have backup as well. Have you ever sort of climbed a mountain to go and visit a guru physio and, and <laughs> you know, you just sort of stand before them and, and ask your question and if you get it wrong, they go, yeah. ha-ha, you, your question was posed ridiculously yes. and I will give oh, you a Oh, great one. Answer. Am I still insured for sports massage? <laughs> Do I really have to keep wearing the stupid mask? Actually, I don't, I have no problem with the mask and the visor in terms of I can actually see and understand why we're using those totally. Yeah. My my big bugbear is, um, especially if we're changing clothes, um, is the apron and the gloves. Yeah. And it's a bugbear not just because of them being hot to wear, but just because of the waste, the horrible, horrible waste of them. Yeah. So. And just to clarify, I don't think masks are stupid either. Just... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm totally behind wearing them, but I've, I, my comment was based on the, like seeing you come out in your hazmat suit, pretty much. Yeah. And just sort of slowly cooking. Yeah. Inside it and all the extra work that you're having to do. So. Yeah. The 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 interesting conundrum at the moment is keeping people warm enough that aren't wearing very much whilst not cooking myself. So during the hot mm. days of early August, July, when it was sort of thirty two degrees. People were fine coming in for treatment and I was cooking. Um, now it's cooler. We're supposed to air the room out in between each person. So the air coming in is very cold. Then I'm trying to warm the room up. I'm not allowed to use towels. So there's a, there's quite a lot of kind of stuff to, to work out really. Um, I'm sure it'll come good. Yeah. I say hopefully. <laughs> Um, anyway, moving on. Um, so ITG points out that smoked lamb on rye bread is a perfect breakfast. 
So you mm. were absolutely correct. Um, I'd like to say I knew that, but I didn't. But yeah. No, I'm guessing it's an Icelandic dish. It sounds yeah. that sort of mm. kind of thing, doesn't it? And you had a wrong thread moment, didn't you? I did, yes. Thank you very much for pointing <laughs> that out. Well, it makes us all feel better when you do it, because we all do stuff like that. Like, I mean, I've seen people put entire blogs into a into a thread. Yeah. I'll, I'll go and hand myself into the senior moments thread. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and um, just to end on a high note, Weza did her sheepy shuffle or his sheepy shuffle. Actually, I don't know. Is Weza? Um, Weza is a bloke. He's a M fifty. M fifty. Okay. Apologies, Weza. Uh, but well done, sheepy shuffle done, and ran all the way. That's brilliant. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, uh, he says, I was expecting to walk maybe half of this has not been running properly for quite a while. Very pleased to say that I ran it all and I liked it, dot, Yay. dot, dot, a lot. Ooh. So, yeah, well done, Wazza. Excellent stuff. Yeah, brill. Cool. Do you want to talk about your site features? Yes, I do want to talk about my site features. It's like we do this the same way every week, isn't mm. it? But yeah. Um, so... Just quickly then, run the sum. I've um, been tarting that up, um, making that a bit easier to, to view, to understand. And I put out a newsletter that um, should be landing on your doorsteps, your e-doorsteps today, uh, inviting you to come and play Run the Sum. So you add the digits up in the date and then that's the number of kilometres you need to run on a given day. Um, so on the 1st of September, it will be one kilometre that you need to run. And the most you need to run, I think, will be 11 kilometres on the 29th. Um, and I think in total, your requirements are about 168 kilometres. Um, can you have days off? What happens if you have a day off? You can have days off. So there's a leaderboard. Yeah. Um, so on the say the 29th, you need to run 11 kilometres and you'll get 11 points for that. Yeah. On the 1st, you need to run one and you get one point for that. So you you have days off when you want them. Right. Um, but obviously you then don't yeah. go so high on the leaderboard. So if you are able to complete the entire month, mm. um, then there is a fetch badge for it. Ooh. Yeah. I got a Garmin Connect badge. Did you know? I got one for connecting. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Oh, no. <laughs> God, no. No, it was awful as well. It was a yeah. it was an awful looking thing. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't Garmin Connect. But anyway, let's move on. Um have you done your site features or am I interrupting you again? I've got I've got two more. So oh, um sit back. Indeed. So the race guide, I haven't sent that out since March because no races. Yeah. Um, but there are just the like the green shoots of something happening. Um, certainly looking at the number of page views that people are looking at the, the race guide, that's just gently starting to creep up again. Um, and in this week, I've had a couple of emails from race organisers listing events that they're, they're doing. So I've also been emailing race organisers to say, look, if you are planning on um, you know, tentatively making arrangements for, for races, then do please stick them in our race guide. Yeah. And I'm hoping that at the end of September, I will be able to start sending the race guide out again. Yeah. Um, 
whether it'll be full of any races that actually happen, who knows, but um, we can but try. Um, so yeah. have a little rummage around your local area and if you find any races that are scheduled to be happening, then um, do please come along and add them to our race listings. So if you go into race, um, there is a big red box where you put in a postcode to, or a place name to search for somewhere. And just below that, there's a little thing that says, if we haven't got it, here's a link to add it so you can add mm. races. And the more we get, the better it is, really. Yeah. So thank you very much. And the third one that I wanted to mention is that I posted a little blurry teaser of the 10K analysis that I've been doing. So I'm up to 16 delicious graphs now. Oh. Um, so I got some nice likes and retweets and thumbs up on that. Um so my plan is to release those a little bit at a time in the the Fetch weekly newsletter um, in amongst all the other stuff that I like to talk about. Um, so look out for those. But I found them pretty cool. There are some interesting things that I found out. There are some things that I wasn't able to find out, but um, I will share everything that I have. Very good. So that's so I that's love me. a graph, I do. I know you do, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you were asking about the worm. Yesterday, weren't you? The cricket mm. worm. Mm. Yeah. That's... I'm learning about cricket at the moment. Yeah. Quite enjoying it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Cool. Um, so site highlights. Do you want I... to share some of yours? Well, my main one is Ed Jay's blog because he's just done a blog which in more detail talks through how he did this amazing um, musical piece for us and the video as well. And it's highly technical and he has spent hours and hours of his life doing it. Um, and things that I hadn't even thought about, which was, you know, arranging them, or I don't know what it's called, is it called arranging the music when you get it ready for the musicians to then play it? Because it's obviously the music has already been composed, but I guess arranging it for the different um, instruments and making them all kind of sound right in their own little flavour of music that they <laughs> produce. Yeah. I'm talking about flavours, that's not right. Musical flavours. Um, but anyway, anyway, don't listen to me trying to explain it because Ed J is <laughs> explaining it much better in his um, blog. And I'll put a link to that if I get round to it in the sidebar. Um, and the only other thing that I want to highlight is Fetchpoint. I, I've been away from it for a long time. I left it and came back to it so that I could clear out my minus gazillion points um, which was and my millions of um, infected bugs um, and whatnot so I, I I've done that and it has given me a real boost and got me out the door and interested in looking at maps and planning routes and all sorts of things um, so I'm really chuffed about that um, I know it's not really a thread but I think there is a thread about fetch point isn't there yeah it's the fetch point colon the game yeah so. that's me yeah. What cool. about you? Well, I've picked out a thread as well, and that is the street art thread, which I think was started by Funky Pom. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, it's just lots of people sharing the lovely stuff. We've got like a some, say, fairly basic line drawings of um, herons and swans and. Mm. Um, they feature on, highly on the in, my, in my my treasure hunt blogs. Normally have something yeah. from there. They're sort of like a, a filler for your your yeah. treasure hunt, aren't yeah. they? Really? Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so there are some people have some wonderful street art mm. near them. Um, so if you live anywhere that has any of it, then come along and post your favourite bits and bobs. We have that um, and I need huge to contribute one. to that. We have the huge one on the side of the coffee shop, don't we? There's the one on the like the the, the street you can drive through in town, mm. and then there's one up on the side of the Paris Hotel, isn't there? As well, is that what is you're thinking? There? Yeah, they've got like a big mural. Oh. I should go up that way at some point. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. De Paris. Okay. Yeah. It's quite massive. Oh. Which one are you thinking about? The, the one on the shop? side of the coffee shop on Mill Street. Mill Street. If you walk through from the Lurk Street car park through to Mill Street. Okay. Or if you drive along Mill Street, in fact, it's on the side of the coffee shop. Yeah. The coffee shop is called Fresco's. Okay. Cool. Yeah, well... It's send, send it into the street art yes. thread. Okay. They can't return it, but if they mm. publish it, you might something or other win a prize. Yeah, but you probably won't. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what we're up to now. Is it fetchy contributions? Have we got some features? It is, fetchies? and we do. Oh, lovely! Who have we Boom got? Shakalaka. Right. Um. So the Ocho badge. Oh, I'm interested in this one, but I don't know whether I've missed my slot for this. You're in the river. Pretty much throughout the year, aren't you, really? Well, didn't quite manage it last year, that's for sure. Yeah, well... And cycling. I've got a cycle somewhere. Cycle in the same square. Yes, yeah, same anyway, square. So, um, Great Barford, you could cycle over the bridge, you could mm-hmm. run over the bridge, and you could walk over the bridge, and you could swim under the bridge. Yeah, you could cycle there. GPS is really rubbish, though. Yeah, but you, the squares are about, I think, about 80 metres wide. I'd have to oh. stand up under the bridge in the water with my arm in the air going, make sure you've got me, GPS. Well, there you go. Do that. Okay. It just has to be logged as a swim. So <laughs> you could stand in the water with it. You're not suggesting that I pretend that I've done it? Not in the slightest, no. Okay, I mean, I'm saying you stand in the water. Yeah. You have your watch switched to running mode, which would probably make it sort of try and get GPS data on a more frequent basis. Okay. Um and splash about a bit (laughs) (laughs) and then then change it to a swim when you when you've logged it and that's technically doing it but i'm sure you'd rather do it Mm, i'd rather do it properly properly, properly, yeah yeah. so just get on with it and do it anyway so um if you play who scores wins the ocho badge is available if you perform all the different activities in one given square on a given day so um, we are up to quite a few people now who've got the Ocho badge. So we've got 21 people who've got the Ocho badge so far, mm. um, including some of our newest members, Panad and Stoopy-Doo, and they've done a little contribution to oh, explain lovely. how they got it. So here we go. Morning, Fetches. This is uh, Stoopy-Doo here with... I, hey, Fetches, I'm Panad. It's about ten past six. We're about to go out and do the uh, Ocho, if we can, uh, at Llyn Padden. So we'll uh, catch up with you when we get down there. Panad's about to run round. I'm going to cycle round and we'll meet at a Glyn. Zip, 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 zip. Oh, what are that, I've uh, made it to Llyn Padden. It's a beautiful morning here. A bit of blue sky, lake is looking quite flat in this little inlet where we're planning the swim. Uh, past Panad on the way down and uh, just going to get ready to go in. I've not been swimming for probably 
might even be 10 years. Um, fortunately, I've got my wetsuit. Water's about 16 degrees, so I'm told. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I think I can just see Panad coming along the road now. She's just coming down into the uh, lake area and looking good on her run. Zip, 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 zip. So Fetches, this is Panad. Um, Stooby Doo's just gone into the lake with my watch after his basic error of leaving his watch at home. He's joined in the lake with a family of um, ducks and a swan. It's a lovely morning down here in Clamberis. Um, I'm just done my um, cycle and walk and I'm about to get ready to go back in the lake for the first time in five years. So we'll see. Okay. Oh, that was cold. Well, that's the first swim I've done for ages. It was actually really nice after uh, getting used to it and uh, went round in a bit of a circle uh, for about nine minutes or so or something. Panad's in. Uh, she's... Uh, Swimming. This is her first swim since a brutal triathlon about um, five years ago, which was a massive challenge and uh, very, very impressive. So uh, this is a big moment. So she's in and she's swimming. So uh, well done. So fetches. This is Panad again. I'm back out of the water after my swim. It wasn't too cold. I was impressed. Um, as a Reynolds sufferer, I get a bit nervous about going into cold water. Um, I wasn't in the water for long, but it was good. Um, it was nice to be back in the water for the first time after five years. Um, Stooby Doo's gone off on his cycle now um, with my watch. And then he's going to do his walk before we go our separate ways. And I continue around the lake on my run back back home and he cycles back home with all the wet kit so I think I've got the better deal <laughs> speak to you soon ah, hello again that's me back from the cycle and uh, dried off changed swig of coffee and now I've got to go out for the run hopefully I'll see uh, Panad on the way round the lake as she's uh, finishing her lap coming back up the hill Hopefully see you in uh, chat in about an hour. So Fetches, this is um, Panna back again and I've just got home after finishing my run. So it's another two and a bit miles back home, um, uphill. Um, yeah, so just under two hours for a Nacho badge. And um, yeah, it feels good. It was a good morning and... Um, I was surprised by my jelly legs again. It's the first time in five years that I've experienced those since my last triathlon and uh, gave me a bit of a shock on the run home. But um, no, all good. And Stooby Doo's just gone out for his uh, run around the lake and I'm off in search of coffee and porridge. Speak to you soon. Hello again. There we are, all done. Two Ocho badges received quite happily. And we're going to go for well earned rest now. Okay, thanks very much. Hoyle, ta da! Ta da, fetches! Ta da!
Well, that was that was very nice. That was lovely. I've been uh, during that. I've been looking at pictures of Lamberis. I'm yeah. looking at Ian now to confirm whether my pronunciation was any good. That's pretty decent, yeah. Okay. Well done. Um, and it looks absolutely stunning, and I want to swim there. It looks amazing. Um, gosh, yeah, puts box end to shame slightly. <laughs> um, but yeah, the mountains reflected in the water look pretty impressive here. So, and 16 degrees for swimming in after a long break. That is really decent to get into that sort of temperature and get on with it. So, well done, both. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have a hankering for the Ocho badge. I think I'm going to have to get through Coniston this week and then um, maybe set my sights on that. Maybe we'll have one of those September weeks that's all kind of warm and sunny and I'll cycle to the river Yeah. and all of that stuff. You can put your grid wherever you want it. So you could put the grid on Box End if Box End was open and yeah. do it there. Or You can't run... So I, d- I don't know how I'd get it in the same, because you're not supposed to... I mean, I could run up and down near the lake pretending I wasn't, I suppose, but you're not supposed to hang around, are you, and do other stuff. In theory not, but... In theory yeah. not. Um, and cycle-wise, I mean, I could push my bike through to the edge of the lake. Yeah, but it's a road bike that you'd be mm. riding down to the river as well, which is not the most... Well, Great Barford would be okay, as you pointed out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would yeah, need to be a nice day. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. And you pointed out Great Barford. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shut up now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Thank you so much, you two. That was lovely. Yeah, I like the division of labour as well with yeah, the uh, with the watch. And no, not the watch. Oh. The the cycling home with all the wet suits oh, yes. and the wet kit. Yeah, yeah. Um, well done. Good. And sympathies for the rainouts as well, because um, yeah, I I I get a lot of that. I got my first, just the end of my thumb. Went a little bit like a little reminder of like okay well enjoy the winter why don't you mm. um so sympathies for that but yeah it's uh, my right big toe that goes dead for me yeah mm. yeah variety of fingers don't think mine is raynaud so but i don't no. know if you get it in your feet do you don't fetchies don't know. feet raynaud's anyway lovely i think that's pretty much us rounded up aren't we what, yeah. what are we doing this week well, Katie, um, I'll be mainly <laughs> pretending to be David Hasselhoff running around oh, the yeah. side of uh, Coniston whilst you are in the water going, hail, pail. Are you going to um, wear the red trunks and carry the uh, red Like the enormous thing? big bean thing mm-hmm. that he has under his arm for some reason. Um, it's a buoyancy aid, isn't it? I know it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, being flippant. Okay. That's my thing. Okay. Um, no, I probably won't do any of that, but um, I will be doing a bit of watching you. Um, and, and running, maybe? Maybe you can find a lake path to run around? Or I don't know if there is a lake path. Again, Fetchies help us. Is there a lake path to run yeah, around? Yeah, Coniston experts. Or even Coniston dabblers tell us what you know. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's going to be a bit of a challenge for me, getting my 20 miles in this week. Um, because yeah. finding the time yeah. and the places to run... Yeah. It's all going to be new to me. So Excuses, excuses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was cool. reading the Coniston instructions um, yesterday and um, I liked, there's one bit that um, explains how you, how you finish the swim and it basically says that you need to swim right into the shallows for as long as you can until you can't swim anymore. And it actually says in the instructions and then um, like you're beaching yourself like a whale 
that's how you have to finish the Coniston swim. Yeah. Um, Do you think they put that in just to like give the marshals a laugh? Well, as I said, no, it actually says act like you're a whale beaching itself. That that's yeah. the phrase. And as I said on the um, the Coniston chat, I said uh, I, there's no acting required at the end of a three mile swim. I'll have quite happily look like a whale beaching itself. Yeah. Um, but surely a whale would try and then free itself. So once you've once yeah. you've sort of beached, do you sort of flop about like you going? F- blah, blah, you blah, do. Blah, blah, you flop about like trying to find your feet and uh, seeing if you can stand upright after all that time. I suspect it's going to be easier after the three miles than it is after the five and a quarter miles, which is what the the full swim is. Yeah. And you're crossing your fingers and hoping that you'll get a hoodie at the end of it all. Well, it's at registration we get the hoodie. So if we're going to get one, we'll know at registration so I can stab my feet and not do the swim if I Just decide to go home. Well, no, I I shan't. (laughs) I would really like a hoodie. Um, I'm definitely going to be getting a a swim hat, though, and a medal. So not bad. Not a bad haul, but I would really like a hoodie. All right, Veruca, you'll get what you get. (laughs) (laughs) hopefully no verrucas hopefully no verrucas yeah yeah so i've started making my lists and starting to look at the weather forecast and getting a little bit of butterflies and all of that sort of stuff so yeah Yeah. so that's that's basically our week looking forward to it so we're heading up there on friday aren't we so we've still got a bit got a bit of time before then to do whatever it is you need to do i have never been incantations i've never been to the lake district no no neither have i no I've been as north as Lancaster um, and also Glasgow and Edinburgh. <laughs> but like, like in terms of going up to the north, those are my sort of three different experiences. And Lancaster was to look at university. So mm. that was 1994. Mm. Um, so I don't, I'm, I'm really excited to go and see what it's all about. Go and look at some lakes, look at some districts and... The most yeah. northern physio school that I looked at was Oswestry. Os- okay. <laughs> That's cool. That's as far north as I got. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you very much, everybody, <laughs> for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, so don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done that already. Um, and send your audio contributions. We love getting them to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Just record it on your phone. Tell us something about what you're doing, what you, how your training's going, um, what you've been up to this week, um, what else you do, like your other hobbies. Like, what what don't we know about you, Fetchies? Um, you know, so long as you're not like secretly a axe murderer or something. But if you are, I mean, we'll just we will we send it to the police. Yes. Mm. I mean, if there's confessions for murder, yes. Yeah. I think that's allowed, isn't it? Yeah, but now they're not going to contribute, are they? So, that's... Uh, no, we definitely won't. How about oh, okay. I say it like that? Okay. Yeah. So, podcast at fetcheveryone.com, that would be awesome. And, um, yeah, and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to let us know what you thought of the, this week's show. All right, we're out of here. Smell you later. Bye.